So I feel like you and I are going to be able to bond over this episode a little bit because this episode is about being a mama's boy. And I think even though we're going to be bringing up a lot of Marvel stuff too, um, it's why I understand Civil War mm-hmm. and why in a way when you figure out why the split up happens between the group and why Iron Man wants to beat the shit out of Bucky, Cap says, stop. He didn't know what he was doing. Yeah, but he killed my mom. The moment you just say a line like that is the moment you're not thinking straight. The moment the mother is in trouble is the moment you're just, you're faded. You're no longer there. Yeah. So with Clark in this episode, what I enjoy is that I don't blame him for being high whatsoever. In fact, I'm sitting here going, I do that too. Yep. Yep. Because I'm not thinking. Instead, I'm only thinking about who am I going to murder for hurting my mom. Yo, who the fuck did this to my mama? Exactly. And I'm going to go after that piece of shit. (laughs) And I'm going to make sure that they understand you will never even look at my mother again because I'm going to kill you. I, I want that. And in a way, I got that. My whole thing is with the big character reveal that we get in this episode, spoiler alert, it is it's too quick. And in my opinion, sloppy. Well, as far as with what we know as the character... This was sloppy by them. I I didn't understand why we went this far this fast. Okay. But in the end, it's an okay episode. It's okay. Dude, it's better than what I was remembering, I feel like. Okay, so we, at the end of last, compared it to like Fever and we yeah, were laughing about Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. no, this is way better. Yeah, no. If I were to choose between Fever mm-hmm. and this, absolutely solitude. Yeah. I mean, we got... We got a lot actually happening in the episode, pretty much. Well, a lot of reveals. A lot of reveals. And um, yeah, again, this is Solitude, Episode 8, Season 5 of Smallville. You already know the deal. Somebody Save Me Podcast. 101. What's that, Dalmatians? We're just over 100 now. We're over 100. Oh, as far as episodes. Now. I thought you were telling me about Corella DeVille or something. Yeah. All right, but I'm glad you weren't talking about 101 Dalmatians. Now I understand what you were trying to hint at me. Next time, give me a little bit of a wink so I understand what you're doing. It's okay because it's fitting. We're the two nerdy idiots, the hosts, as always. So we have to be dumb, you know? I'm smart, though. But, no. People think I'm smart. Look, dude. People tell me all the time. Megan doesn't tell me this, but she doesn't count. But people tell me Wife doesn't count as your people, dude. You know know what my boss told me this week at work? (laughs) Great job, Taylor. Taylor, you're the funniest guy I've ever met. And you know what? I hate this right now. (laughs) I I didn't want to talk about it, but it kind of made my week. I just wanted to say that real quick. I bet it did make your week. (laughs) I feel like you're secretly really happy about that. Yeah, of course I am. Anybody that gives me a compliment at any point, just know you'll regret it. In You're the, the end. funniest guy he's ever met. I'm the funniest motherfucker <laughs> on planet Earth, Joseph. All right, that's the poll. We're already starting off with no, the no, poll. No, no, is no, Taylor, no. I don't want to do is Taylor funny? You know what? That would be a mean <laughs> poll. All right, y'all heard it here first. Two nerdy idiots doing the poll of is Taylor funny? Well, the, the problem is that may have to be the poll 
because with this episode, I never have a lot to make fun of. You know, yeah, there's a lot of serious things happening. It's not even... It's not even things I can pick at. I think the most silly things, if you would even want to call them silly, is, like, really low aside. Like, just kind of scheming, doing the goofing off with Chloe a bit. I but they're not really goofing off. They're, like, doing totally serious things. I thought you were going to talk about the Toyota Corolla they couldn't, like, stop talking about. Ford, Ford Fusion. Oh, oh <laughs> my bad. I, oh, whoops. Oh, 06 Ford Fusion. Obviously, that was the entire point of this episode. Bro, they literally said in the companion, hey, the studio and the network were demanding a lot of things from us. You know, we're trying to be creative and make things organic. And, you know, sometimes we have to adhere to those demands. Um, you shoved a Ford Fusion down my throat. And by the way, whenever, like, the person's inside of it, like, showing it off, I'm... That's I'm... what made me even more mad about it. <laughs> okay. Like, the product placement is fun. We could have just left it at that. Yes. You know, classic, like, yes. oh, damn, you ordered Domino's? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just say it, and that's it. Or someone says, nice car. Yeah, hell, yeah, damn. Someone just makes a comment. No, I'm sorry. Wait, no. Don't, don't not even, not even <laughs> no, that. No, 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 no. Not even nice car. Oh, because you're not even going to give it a nice car. They were The way they make this guy react in this episode about the car, it's like he's seeing a damn Maserati. He cummed on it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he did. Like he saw a Maserati, bro. Like a Ferrari or something. Like, oh, wow. Even like a Cadillac. If I th- honestly thought it was a Cadillac at first. And then I looked and I was like, That's Ford. What if? That guy was really poor. Okay. <laughs> is that Kansas' uh, best vehicle? Best automobile? No one in Kansas I gets guess... a new car, so that's why it was such a gigantic deal. that Nobody gets something new that wasn't a tractor. <laughs> now we got it. Oh, yours has four wheels. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Wait, you're not supposed to take it in a field? It has all the same size of wheels? That's crazy. That's Luxury. It's not made by John Deere. <laughs> it's not? Sure. It's kind of funny because I think Ford Fusions were voted like one of the safest cars back then. Yeah. <laughs> Cut this out. Gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Lame. <laughs> Boo. Uh, but uh, yeah, lots of reveals. Not just the product placement, but we know we got to... We got a sick Martha again. We mentioned this last time. We compared it to fever, but this is a different sickness, dude. This is this is kind of messed up. So, the other one, it like affected Clark. They look like they just had like the flu for a second. Yeah, you talking about when the ship knocked Martha up? Yeah, that was great stuff. Whoa. What do you mean? The whoa? ship fucked Martha. I forgot about that. Yeah, man. you didn't know? No, I did, but I'm just saying I forgot about it. It was a deleted scene. They didn't oh. want to show. <laughs> The actual fornication? <laughs> yeah. mm. Just just to let you know, Martha went inside the ship. Would you call That's all I'm gonna try to say. Would you call that a shipwreck? <laughs> no. <laughs> Why would I call it that? The ship is wrecking Martha. This is a serious episode. You're right. Martha's sick. Really sick this time. Really sick. And hey, you know who's also cool about it? John. John's semi-cool about this sickness. You know what? Kind of. I, I don't mind John. Okay, we're going to get to it. So no Everyone spoilers. just reacts crazy. It's like, Clark, do some shit. Go find a cure, boy. Um, I'm not going to lie. I would Fix be- your mama. Hey, we're going to talk. We're going to talk yeah, about no, this. So no. usually I'm going to pick at it. Usually I'm going to pick at those type of comments. 
I don't have a lot to pick at, and that's what I mean. The only thing I am going to say as well before we get started here is guess what? I don't have Lana Lang. Oh, yeah, I was about to ask that. Like, do you miss her this time? This time, no. No. Even though I did put in the notes, if Martha's this sick, wouldn't she know? Wouldn't she be concerned with Clark? But then I remembered, oh, no, they lie to each other. They're not a real couple. <laughs> that's right. That is what I remind. Okay. Right. And that's why Wait, she's not Like, here. we can just leave this out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She doesn't exist. Right. Yeah. yeah. She's mm-hmm. like on Earth 2 or something. Earth 2. Earth 2. Earth 2. That's where she's at. But, yeah. You already know the deal. We're going to go through the episode, review the shit out of it, dive deep, as we always do. Somebody Save Me podcast, 101st, 101 episodes in. Yeah, that means give us five stars. If you ain't first, you're last, dude. Cut the crap, five stars. Yeah, we need more interaction, dude. Yeah, yeah come on, y'all need to be active with us, for real. Like, yeah, but the problem is, they want episodes. You know, you know what? People should have been more active with us for Aqua. What I love is that I still have George, though, and Fiona. Fiona's coming in hot these days. But George made a comment, made me laugh my ass off. And it was about last episode. And he said, Taylor, everything that Clark saw was false, except one thing. And that was what John said to him about being a worthless son, not even a son, a thing he found in the cornfield. That was the only thing that was real in that entire episode. And you know what? I'm once again believing George. No. <laughs> That's too mean. You're against it? It's too mean. Dude, I feel like it's George and I against you right now. That's fun. You don't have anybody, though. You're just by yourself. Dude, I have Nicole. No, Nicole's not on your side. Dude, she's totally no, on my side. No, she's on Megan's side. Uh, that's true, actually. <laughs> yeah, she would have picked between us two. Yeah, it's all that matters. So, you know what? You're by yourself. Enjoy being by yourself. That's what I call solitude. Full circle. Full fucking circle. Let's go. So we open up on a starry night, am I right? Wow, looking really hot. What is the first thing we see here, Taylor? Oh my god, whose car is that? What a sweet ass ride! And obviously we have now at the Kent Farm, Lois and Martha pulling up. Martha is making a comment to Lois, thanks for the ride home, you know... I can't believe that you have a brand new car. You seem so grown up now. Oh, thanks, Mrs. Kent. You know, I bought this car so that whenever I lose my job that helped me pay for this car, I now have somewhere to live. See, low-key, dude, I literally thought that that was a Cadillac at first. That's why everyone was freaking... Like, look at it, you know what I mean? Like, how the Cadillacs look now? I still think it's a Toyota Corolla. It's a Ford Fusion. <laughs> I, I'm Anyways, still not seeing Lois it. is doing big things. She's out here. She got her own spot for free. Um, no, no. She, she has plenty of time to save money, too. It's true. Yeah. And she just bought a car. Yo, that's big money. That's she, big spending. She's finally able I'd marry to her, her right now. Why don't you relax? I don't, Dude. I don't know if that's what I would do. She's got to. a good head on her shoulders i thought you were gonna say she's got a ford fusion dude what and are you doing ford fusion and tits 
You see that back trunk? America. I bet it could fit a lot. Yeah, actually can't. Her <laughs> her trunk can't. Wait, wait like like her ass. <laughs> okay. Pancake. <laughs> got it. But yeah, so Martha gets out. Hey, it's the only groceries. part that doesn't make sense to me in the whole episode. What do you mean? You'll see. Because as Lois now drives away, Martha says, thanks. She has a bag of groceries. She is walking up to the door. But all of a sudden, Martha doesn't feel right. And now we have Shelby barking. What's Shelby doing outside? Who's even watching Shelby? Now we have the windmill going crazy. Martha's like, oh, my God, what is this? I've never seen a windstorm before. But behind her, we have the lights, the red, white, and blue, or yellow. Yellow, you dude. It looks it could be either. But this was the vision that Clark had. Uh, yeah, it even mentions that in uh, like online and shit. So this is what doesn't make sense to me. I don't. Well, apparently this was supposed to have ties to a previous episode. Like it was supposed to be connected, like connecting a lot of dots. Apparently. Well, Let me, the, uh, so the reason. Oh, yeah. No, you're good. Go. The reason why I asked then. Is I, and I'm not going to spoil about what happens and who causes this, but I do want to say the vision was about Jarrell. Jarrell doing this with the lights, Clark having the vision, Shelby barking, everything seems to be taking place. I, I will save it then because even as I'm speaking, it'll just reveal too much of who the cause of this is. My problem though is. That means that that person that causes this moment with Martha is the one that put the vision in Clark's head, right? Well, maybe he was just seeing the future. Like, maybe there was nothing in his head, like, like planted in his head. It was just So that of- was just maybe, like, a premonition that yeah. he had? because he's Kryptonian, dude. All right, we'll continue. But that was really my confusion with this. Is that- I, do, I do like what he says later, too, like, what he thinks it is and why it's happening initially. Because then it makes you think like, oh, like, yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah, yeah, that, exactly. But it turns out to be something else. I don't know. All right, but yes, continuing with the scene, we have that vision now. Yeah, this whole thing, the colors fuse, they then turn red, start going towards Martha, like, really big. And Clark's looking really casual in the barn. He's like, what the hell's happening right now? Yeah, it starts shaking like if it's an earthquake. A big bright light then appears. Clark then, oh, what? He then runs out of the barn. He then sees his mother laying on the ground, picks her up. Mom, 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 you okay? She dropped everything. Oh, I must have fainted, and I haven't eaten anything today. Why? Why, Why, mom? Why haven't you eaten? What the fuck? Uh, The sound, what, what was that? The flash of light. She's like, what the hell are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Also, Mom, I don't know if you noticed, you spilled all the groceries. What are we going to eat tonight? (laughs) So, Dad's going to be pissed. I really don't want to see him angry again. And now you drop the milk. How are we going to make pasta? How are we going to do this, Mom? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, do you use milk to make pasta? Oh, you can like because you you can use like dairy. I was gonna say to they, make it like creamier, or maybe they just well they would make their own homemade noodles at the Kemp farm using the wheat that they grow. What are they growing? We don't even know what they. We grow. don't even know what they do, but it's produce. That's true. Yes. Wonder if that bag of groceries was just like picked off their farm. I was gonna say she did have produce in there. <laughs> so now I'm beginning. She had eggs. 
beginning to question things. And she spilled the milk. Maybe she spilled the fucking milk. They're maybe maybe they're growing different things these days versus the produce that they no longer sell because now that she works at the Talon, what do they do with the farm? What it well, Martha's still like running the Talon with Yeah, I yeah. know. So what's John doing now? My Repairing man. things all day? Yeah, I mean he's always working on that bike and that tractor. <laughs> that's what I mean. So he's not even really doing anything. He's taking care of the livestock. So that's how maybe they can get some milk. But she had milk in the back too. So what do they have these animals for? To fuck. Do they have chickens too? <laughs> so what does she get eggs? She got eggs, produce, and she got milk. Yeah. All the things that their farm is supposed to be able to make. That's right. You're not connecting the dots here? I'm not connecting a lot. I'm not understanding. By the way, I didn't even realize the biggest plot hole is the bag of groceries. Is it? It is, kind of. <laughs> Explain it. Where'd you get that from? It get- had a label on it. In the- she got it from the store. Yeah, she got it from the store. Do they have livestock anymore? I don't know. Wait. I saw cows. We They had cows. So what do they use them for? I don't know. But... Me- we need to get away from this plot hole, dude. We're diving too deep oh, into no, the no. back of the groceries. I don't groceries. think we're deep enough. I need to keep going. <laughs> All I know is John was pissed because, like, Clark doesn't even mention what happens after he picked up his mom <laughs> off the ground. He doesn't mention it to Chloe, dude. Yeah. That's how you know something dark went down in there. I will say this may be the only moment that Clark is high. <laughs> right here? He was in, oh, no, earlier. Oh, he was in the bar. He was way too casual when yeah. he was feeling the earthquake. He was like, do you get these often in Kansas? No, no, it was more like, Mom, you felt that, right? Like, that was real? Yeah, he, he showed up. He was like, <laughs> Mom, why are you on the floor? Wait, wait was that real? Wait, you dropped the gro- Oh, you're hurt. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. What happened? I'm high. Mom, get up. <laughs> Mom, you got to get up. Pick I'm up. so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starving now that I see that food. Mouth watering and shit. So, next day is that we're at the Daily Planet now. I love this place. And we're with Chloe. And so, Clark already is in conversation with her. She says, Yeah, there was nothing on the weather uh, radar going on last night at 10 35. Just maybe some random clouds, but nah, there, no one heard anything. No yep. one saw the bright light. No. Nope. And then, but yeah, he's explaining, yeah, I went outside in the corn, like right outside the cornfield. My mom was there. She was perfectly fine. I thought this may have been heat lightning. What's that? Um, (laughs) Clark, explain. I want you to tell me what that is. Well, heat lightning, doesn't Chloe say that? No, Clark says. Oh, that's right. He does. Like, she says, no, there was nothing on the weather report. What about heat lightning? What the fuck is that? Prince Zuko, does he do that? I was going to say, what is it? Because it's Grease Lightning! (laughs) Yeah, and he talks about how Martha goes to the doctor and everything, gets a whole checkup, even blood and everything, and nothing's wrong with her. No, no, she's good. Like, what the fuck? But I would imagine that, it didn't this happen before with fever when it came to the ship? If it's something that's alien, they're not going to have it come up in the Well, they system. knew what it was. It was showing up, but they didn't know how to cure it. And that's when Clark did what he had to do with Dr. Helen Bryce. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't do what I think you're trying to answer. He gave her some of that blood. <laughs> 
I remember now. She kept it as a secret. Man, that was a long time ago. The problem is, I know she sucks in the end, but that episode when she was attacked, that's like scarred in my brain. When she was in the office and she got like lifted on the desk and then dragged across and then like cut up. I was like, this is fucked up. It was so cool. Dude, it's scarred. That was the guy who played Black Bolt. Yeah, great guy. Great guy. Super dope. Glad we got that flashback now. But yeah, so he's explaining all that, and, and Chloe's just like, well, why don't you just chill out, Clark? I don't understand. Your mom's fine. Like, just maybe it was just something one off thing. And then she sees how worried he is, and she's like, okay, what, what are you not telling me? Like, what's really going on here? Well, I think this has something to do with Jarrell. She's like, your, your dad? What are you talking about? What is he doing? All right, so when I died, I didn't introduce her properly. This is Chloe Sullivan, decade retired at the Torch, now first year at the DP, where she is now working her ass off. Obviously, she's already running the show, it seems, because she's the only one that works there every night, every hour, every day. She does not stop. I'm not even sure if she eats. All she does is consume knowledge, stories, writing, everything. She is the greatest. But yes, go on. What were we saying? Sorry. I hate you <laughs> so much. But yeah, so now Clark is telling her about the deal, though, that Jarrell made about, <laughs> you seem upset, about bringing him back and how he was going to take a loved one from him. What is crazy to me is he tells Chloe that, but you know who he never told that? <laughs> what do you mean? He never told his parents anything about Jarrell and his little deal that they made. You know what would have been cool to tell your parents? Probably the deal. Obviously, that's one of them that he's he going to He lied take. about it. He did. So, you, so you're now, saying you got your powers back and Jarrell wanted nothing in return. John literally asked him that. Yeah. And he, know, he, he said, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah he, he didn't. He was cool. And he, they didn't really buy it, I feel like. No, but. John didn't buy it at all because Jarrell's been inside of him for God's sakes. But... But inside, my boy. Clark not revealing that to his parents is it's really dumb still and i can't believe that we're not revealing this and i appreciate you telling chloe decade retired at the torch first year at the dp but you need to tell mom and dad nah man mom and dad suck you don't tell lana anything he just bottles we don't need to tell lana anything yeah because she's off for a weekend at some class right yeah (laughs) that's not a class i want to take and so, yeah, good point. He really, he really just spilling beans of Chloe and not really telling the important people who should know this. Yeah, who should? Because now really he know. told her, right? And so, does he think that, like, oh, Chloe, I can tell you because I don't love you, so that's why he's not gonna, he's not gonna kill you for sure. Is I, that what he's saying? <laughs> you know what? In a way, yeah. It's but that's what I mean. Why it's strange to me. He should have told his parents. Jarrell's taking one of them. What are we talking about, Clark? You think so, so? Yeah. What if he took the best friend? He wouldn't. It doesn't mean as much. I don't know, dude. It just doesn't. I, as much as I can argue What is he going to get done without Chloe, bro? He's just going to be just some super-powered pothead. Bro, what am I going to do without mom? He, what am I going to do? 
What do you mean? He could he in his situation, like I get it because you're thinking in terms of you. You yeah. know what I mean? But it's like I mean in terms of him. The only two people who have loved him that found him. Nah. <laughs> Bro, this is mom. I'm Dad is the one that he still looks up to, even though apparently it's his best friend Jack who likes strippers. That's well, no, Clark- that's not his best friend anymore because he tarnished that, is, is that by still, being a guy. That's not Clark's hero anymore? No. We'll, we'll put that on the back burner for later. But, Uncle Jack. <laughs> Uncle Jack, the greatest. But yes, I just think that with Jarrell wanting to take a loved one, Jarrell's going to be jelly of the parents. Yeah. There's going to be some type of hatred, But does he animosity. feel jealousy, though? Does this program feel jealousy? He feels everything, apparently, Joseph. Does he feel pain? I want to make him hurt. Yeah. And so, next scene. By the way, next scene. Whoa. This is a fun (laughs) scene. I enjoyed this scene. It was like, you don't get too much interaction between these two. And by these two, I mean the true goaded LLs. Am I right? I'm just going to let you know, so this is why it's a little strange before you get to the scene, because I'm going to let you have this, because it's your girl. Yeah. Lois, in a way, reminds me of Meg. In this part, this is exactly <laughs> what Meg would do, which is why I I can get it, because it's, again, versus the other love, Lana, who would just stand there, ha you want your coffee? You want a latte? Not say a word, just be under her breath, be nervous, whatever. Lois... Fuck the world, dude. Yeah. So this is Meg, huh? <laughs> yep. I'm not. Yes. This in this scene. Yes. So yeah, we're at the Talon, and Lois is working, and Lex is here actually getting like a photo press op type of thing for his obviously his campaign. Also, what Lois points out is very true. What? Yeah. What? Lex. Lex turns around like, hey, how about a latte? And just like. You know, Lex, don't you find this a little sleazy? Like, you're literally in the Talon where Martha Kent, like, manages the place and her husband is running against you. And he just laughs. He just laughs. Well, because Lois even makes a comment. You might as well be essentially on their farm milking their cows. Yeah, it's like, just rub it in. (laughs) Yeah, just milk Martha already in front of John. Yeah, I got some milk right here. (laughs) But... Also, can we just touch on that a little bit? Why is he doing this? Um, because it's Lex. But this doesn't... How does this look good? With these type of people? He's trying to make it seem that he's like... He's part of the local community, and this is a very big local spot. I don't know if I'm buying... Again, the manager is Martha. Yeah, but like... It's the talent. He should have just had him like at the Smallville Crows like, and with it is the football a, team. And it is a place he owns. So? He owns everything. Mm. Go to Central Kansas. Who a lot of the building I bought. No, he no, no. He just, he, just funds, he just funds he the school. studied rabies here, Joseph. He just funds the school a lot, okay? Right. He, but Lex comes back. He's like, I don't know if you know this, but like, I, I own the talent. So that's not talk like this to me what don't you own bitch yeah okay cool what i guess now you want to own the government huh and i love this wow lois why are you so angry (laughs) 
What did I ever do to you? Honest question, because Lex really did nothing. Has <laughs> nothing to do with that. She knows that she can't trust him. Yeah. And everything that she has heard about with him. Because, by the way, Chloe has had to have told her about the things that the Luthers were doing. Lionel literally tried to have Chloe killed. <laughs> well, wait. Yeah, yeah, but they're best friends. Chloe and Lionel. Oh, wait, we don't get to no, 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 no. They're best friends. No. We already stop. saw that they were emailing. We did. So that's not me trying but to foreshadow. We can't foreshadow. dive deep into that yet. Because we didn't of, dive deep. There was be, multiple Because emails. of Lexmas. That's where we're going to be like, why the fuck? I can't wait for people to understand my interpretation of that episode. I'm so looking forward to it. I don't want to get too far. Let's continue with your girl. But yeah, so Lois does explain, you know, I grew up I grew up around just like, you know, men who bought their way in the office all the time. So, like, really, do you think you can beat John? For real? Because I'm sure you have as much dirt as the landmass size of Texas. Grab a like, shovel and start digging, bitch. Dig him up, up, bone, dig him. Dig, dig it up, 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 oh yeah. <laughs> dig it up, up. I'm digging these holes in your head. <laughs> <laughs> what if he started singing that? Right. Yeah, there. best episode of all battle time. Battle of Disney and DC, dude. One yeah. of those. I don't think there would be a battle. I want a mashup. <laughs> so, yeah, and Lex I'm is tired, like, Grandpa, well, that's too damn bad. Straight up. Straight up. Straight up. Lex does say, yeah, whatever. There's no dirt on me. I have nothing to hide. And then Lois is like, let me give you some friendly little advice. Why don't you bow out of the race now before one of those little squirrels dig up your rotten little acorns. From your ass. Yeah, and Lex comes back with a big burner. He's like, you know, yeah, I'm not going to take advice from uh, a muffin-peddling college dropout. Hey, you know what's crazy? What's the woman that he loves? <laughs> what do you mean, Lana? Uh, Failure in art school <laughs> and she's in college. A failure at muffin peddling or whatever the hell he just said here. Oh yeah, that's right. The woman you love is worse than Lois. Hmm. But he wouldn't take advice from her. Nice. <laughs> what are you talking about? They're now working together on the ship. Would he take advice? He's taking advice right now, because remember, <laughs> she's seen it open. Hey, Lana, what do you think of the ship? Nice color. I think it's great. Feels good. Smooth. You like black? Yeah. I was hoping for silver. Do you think we can make it smoother? What happens if we put neon lights under hair? <laughs> <laughs> what if we just totally Tokyo drip this bitch? Where's the Nazgo? <laughs> yeah, NOS. NOS. But, yeah, so that's funny because, yeah, Lana is worse. <laughs> She's worse. Oh, Lana, we miss you so. But... I, if Lois said, at least I didn't fail art school, Jesus. Like, I would I would worship Lois if she made that comment. True. So he ends it right, and he's like, so by the way, do you have a banana blueberry today? Also, that sounds really good. That's a muffin. I need that ASAP. Banana blueberry? Sounds glorious. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, sometimes the banana overpowers. Blueberry may be a little bit too subtle, so I don't know if I'm going to be about that. Dude, don't ever say some dumb shit like that to me. <laughs> ever again, bro. Okay. All right. Fine. Let's go to school. I love it. We're going to Central A&M, Kansas. Kansas A&M, Central. Yeah, Central Kansas. Hey. Hey, <laughs> Dr. Fun. I want to know more about Jarrell. You're uh, not ready. You know I, what, Clark? I love how Milton Fine just looks at him like, 
God damn, man. Like, we're in the middle of the class, bro. We need to start at square one. I don't think you're ready to be able to learn about your father and everything that he was doing on Krypton. But you know what? Let's get into this first, and then we'll be able to get to it. Uh, come on, Kalal. I don't have time for this, Professor. He's done something to my mother. It, is your concern based on the bargain Jarrell made with you? Oh. So now Fine has revealed that he knows the deal that them two made with one another. So if I'm Clark, by the way, I'm asking questions. Yeah. With Clark now being able to look at Fine, needing to find out about his mother, and Fine telling him to essentially go to hell, you don't need to find anything about your father right now. You need to learn the basics. You know what? Let me ask you this, though, Clark. Does your mother have a dark marking on her skin? No. Well, why? Would, would that have something to do with Jarrell? You know, all in due time. Wait, he's my father. I deserve to know everything about him. I agree when you're ready. I'm ready now! Oh, he yells at him. And finds like, God, impatience is such a pathetic human trait. Whoa. All right. All right. Here's my thing. And again... Usually it's like, oh, alien race, oh, Kryptonian, whatever. It's my mom. I, it's not a friend. It's not me being overreactive. That's my mom. So I, I'm going to scream. I'm going to yell. And if I have to, I can threaten. But that's mommy. That's all I'm saying. I understand his reaction. Fine, in my opinion. Being a total dickhead. Yeah. But kind of typical reaction I'd feel like I'd get from him. Like, You're right, from a robot. <laughs> <laughs> but I suppose it's be expected from someone raised by such a primitive race. I happen to love this primitive race, okay? I happen to care a great deal about it. Again, it's my mother. Yeah, I don't care about that Krypton planet. I care about this place. Yeah, well, how about you just wait? And be patient. Thanks. And Clark walks out. Fine is now left there, still thinking, contemplating his thoughts. Let's get over to the kid Look, farm. cows. Why does she have milk? Maybe it's different milk. Maybe her cows are not milkers. Soy milk? Mm, maybe. Oh, maybe she needs it for John's heart. <sighs> ah, Did we can't. explain the milk? Yes. Okay. Hey, that was really bothering me. Still got to explain the produce, though. All right. <laughs> but, yeah, we're at uh, we're back at the farm, and now Clark is spilling the beans that, oh, hey, Mom and Dad, guess what? Uh, my teacher's a Kryptonian, and they're like, what? Like, he, Clark, he does everything I can do. Clark, like, are you sure you've seen other people that are media freaks that are able to do this, too? It's like, you know, he calls me Kal-El. He knows about Krypton, and he knows about Jarrell. You know, he knows he knows everything, like... There's no way. And then John's immediately like, stay the fuck away. Um, let's stay away. How about that? And then and Martha then, looks at Clark. So damn. you've gotten closer to him, huh? What'd you tell him, Clark? Look, I didn't have a choice. Damn it, son. How many times have I told you you always have a choice? Dad, I want to learn about my real dad, not you. I'll tell you what you need to know. Every time you come in contact with Kryptonian, they've been hell-bent in death on your destruction. Jonathan, you can't judge an entire race just on a few people. All right, Martha, point out one other good one. 
Clark doesn't count. Clark doesn't count. Point out one other good one. Jarrell, he's pretty cool. Win. <laughs> what about um? Mm-hmm. Who you got? Who you got? <laughs> if I'm interested, who you gonna say? Damn, there's really no other ones. There's there. no other ones. I want to argue against John. I want to say John is being an overreactive douche. But guess what? No, I'm done. You're staying away. Cut the crap already. Yeah, he's like, because I think what John honestly thinks is like, he's already thinking ahead like, oh, wait, this guy just happens to be your professor at the school. How weird. Yeah. <laughs> what a coinkity. Like he just had the job already. Clark, why aren't we thinking? He's high, man. No, emotional. I'm not giving him high. I'm Emotion- only at the beginning. Emotionally high. There we go. I'm buying it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Kryptonians. Because um, Martha points out, well, no, Clark's good. He was raised by us, Martha. Yeah, that's different. It's like, we do have any idea who this professor really is. And he's like, he's told me nothing but good things, helped me out. He even helped me out with Lex. He saved Lana with the silver. Like because He told I, me the truth about Lex. Why are you still hanging out with him? He's not. Right? What? Right? No, he is. He wasn't really hanging out with them last week. Uh-huh. What are we talking about here? Well, yeah. Man. More, more like an apology tour that he had to make. But he also revealed, why does Lana love you? <laughs> so, yeah. He is still hanging out with them, you know? Yeah, exactly. But why, Clark? We have no idea what his motives really are. Why do you want to hang out with him? Well, you like him? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? Is that in the fever episode? Yep. Same thing happened here. Martha was holding the pitcher of like something, and then now she's holding the tea the teapot. By the way, it was a pitcher of lemonade. That's what it was. And then we thought she was gonna fall on the glass, and then Clark sped over in order to help her. Yeah. Now we kind of don't have her fainting. We just have her dropping the teapot. But I agree. I wouldn't let her hold any dishes again. Yeah, and then now she's saying her shoulder's burning. She's looking at her hand like it's painful. And then all of a sudden, now Clark sees the dark spot on her left shoulder like uh, Milton Fine had asked about. And now they're freaking out. It looks gross. It's I was red. Say, it's that's like blue, not looking good. It looks gross. That's veiny, too. And Clark's worried. He's triggered because of what Fine asked him and told him. So are you would you would you be scared? Would you be scared about this? So again, this is my point though. My mother mm-hmm. has the spot that you just said and you were just telling me earlier oh, I can't tell you, let's start at the beginning. Yeah. No, my mother could be dying right now. Again, tell me what I need to know right now. I think the games are over. And that's why I mentioned with Fine. Fine is a weird one in this episode for me. It it seems like that it's it's too much and too little with his reactions where we see that he's playing a game in order to gain Clark's trust. I don't think last episode, though, of him saving Lana, for example, means Clark's going to believe every word I say. I don't think last episode was enough, <laughs> which is why I was hoping there would be a bigger build when it comes to this trust between them. But finds automatically, even with this scene, expecting Clark, shut up. Listen to me. Remember, I helped you. Dude, I've helped you out a lot. 
I, I put the anal probe and got the silver kryptonite out. That was me. Dude, that was the neck probe, okay? Neck probe, anal probe, tomato, throat, tomato. The rope probe. It's a probe. But that's a... I don't think Clark should trust you as much as you think he should. Yeah, but he is, so... Kinda. He I don't think him. Clark... This is emotional reaction. I don't think he fully trusts him. You know, last yeah, last week was a weird reaction, too. He's like, yeah. oh, so you're a Kryptonian, huh? That was real? Well, are you lying about it? <laughs> <laughs> huh? There's some type of weird, weird reaction with him going out with fine. Let's Look, go man, get a punch. Let's go get a punch. We get our punch. <laughs> Dad, what the doctors say? Well, they don't know what it is, but they gave her some antibiotics. See if anything gets worse. <laughs> They're going to monitor. They, they gave told her, her to put Neosporin on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this is also what I hate, though, with this scene with Clark and John coming out just being nonchalant. Oh, yeah, yeah, antibiotics. Probably like some type of infection. They don't really know what it is. What normal? I found her unconscious in the middle of the driveway. What did you just say? That's not normal, Dad. It would have been great if I knew this 24 hours ago, He's like, yeah, are you not telling me something, dude? Uh, I'm just worried about Mom. High reaction. High reaction. We're still lying. Why? Don't worry. She's going to be fun. I'm worried too, man. All right? Why are we lying? Yeah, and John's really optimistic about this. We should probably tell him at this point. Why are we lying? We're at the point of you can't lie anymore. Yeah. You have to be able to explain why there's... And, and I give you this. With John, well, we know more concerned. That thing appeared out of nowhere, and it didn't look friendly. Yeah. And why did we not even mention that she fell in the driveway? He, she Martha didn't the, even mention that. Like she, she faints all the time, Clark. It's no big deal. She passes out randomly. Narcolepsy, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Narcoleptic man. Let's go to the DP. Going to DP. Chloe's still the only one in the office. I love it. Except she has a guest, BFF Lionel Luther. Miss Sullivan. Oh, we haven't heard that in a while. What are you doing here? You have made it to the major leagues, huh? Congratulations. I he love brought, that he did this. He brought flowers. And she's even like rolling her eyes but accepts it like, okay. Tried to kill you multiple times. Here's some yeah. flowers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember when I tried to murder you? No biggie, though, because look, you made quite a name for yourself. Look at you. Got all the decorations looking nice. Very nice in here. You'll probably certainly be up there soon, I'm sure. Just need a big story instead of these obituaries. Wedding announcements. If you're trying to feed me some self-promoting bullshit fluff piece about yourself, Lionel, I'm not interested, okay? Actually, uh, there is something that I do want to talk to you about. Uh, You know what? I don't have time for this. I need to go. Miss Sullivan, your creative passion is for the bizarre and the unexplainable. So I believe you're the perfect reporter for the story that I have for you. Chloe all of a sudden says, damn it. Oh, what do you got? You have one minute. It seems there is uh, someone at Central Kansas University who has the astounding ability to run at the speed of light. And oh, shit. Obviously, you're thinking, okay, no way. Is he talking about Clark? 
Have you heard of such a thing, though, Miss Sullivan? Yeah, and she's like, well, this town is full of meteor freaks, so, yeah. Well, like, this person can lift an automobile in one hand, create fire with the blink of an eye. It's extraordinary, don't you think? Sounds like a stretch, Mr. Luther. It's like, well, it's like, get the proof? You got the proof? Uh, well, if I had proof, then I wouldn't have to have you do investigative journalism, bro, okay? So, well, if I didn't have enough to be able to tell you who it is, I wouldn't be here in order for you to uncover this truth. Yeah. Um, the person you're looking for, and he pauses. So that's why I wanted to pause here, too, just to say brief, briefly. Jarrell said that Lionel was a beacon for Kryptonian knowledge. He knows. This proves that he knows. The pausing constantly after every power that he lists, that's too weird. He's trying to get Chloe just to kind of rat out her friend just so he can laugh to say, I was right about you, you're that rat reporter. But she's not, and I also think that Lionel, I don't know if he's going against Milton Fine now, or if if he's trying to get maybe his reveal to be made, this is just interesting that he's going to Chloe right now. I feel like he's playing both angles too a little bit. Like he wants to see both. Do you think he's like an Oracle though too and saw that same premonition Clark did? Maybe. Do you think he knows about Clark? Yeah, yeah. I for sure think he knows about Clark now. I don't know. He paused (laughs) after every power he listed. When did Milton Fine catch a car? Never. Never happened. Yeah, it's Clark. He knows, which is fine. He's got knowledge. It it makes sense. And plus, they've been inside each other. But <laughs> Chloe is still confused. Milton Fine, why did you come to me? Frankly, I didn't think this would be Time Magazine material. Yeah, because he knows that she could do it. Good day, Miss Sullivan. And there's really no loss to him, really. It's like, okay, you can risk. I know you're about to risk it to get the biscuit. Lionel leaves. Chloe says, damn it, he got me. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. You son of a bitch, I I'm in. I hate you so much. And then now we're back at the university. Clark runs to Milton Fine again. He's like, okay, you're going to start harassing me now, Clark, for lecture notes? Like, what are you doing? That spot showed up on my mother. I. Where did it show up? Well, it was like some type of bruise thing. It's on her shoulder. Your yeah. father tortured his descendants on Krypton with this type of method. Wait, wait, what are you what are you talking about? Milton Fine now reveals, I don't suppose I can hide the truth from you any longer, Clark. He was a violent dictator. He sucked. You know Hitler? We've talked about Hitler in class. By the way, Clark, Hitler was good compared to your father. <laughs> Yo, he made him look like a baby. <laughs> He used this as intimidation. Anybody who spoke out against him was immediately locked away. <laughs> ah, e- even the great hero of the people, Zod. If we got the name drop. Maybe maybe if Zod hadn't been captured by your father, he he could have been able to stop him. And, and then he would have been able to save Krypton. Now Clark's like, my father destroyed Krypton? Yeah, billions of people died, bro. He sucks. It wasn't chill. It was not chill. But you but know he what? made sure his only son survived. Piece of shit. Fucking bitch. Also oh. that one day you could conquer the human race. Which sucks, by the way. 
and, and re- recreate Krypton on Earth. Why should I believe you? How would he recreate Krypton? You know what, Clark? Believe what you will. I, I don't care. My concern is for your mother's health, okay? Yeah, let's get back to the important matters So here. can you please take her or take me to her? Thanks. Oh, we go to the Kent house, and Martha looks gross now. Milm finally looks at her arm and says, yep, that's AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> it's not herpes if it's everywhere. <laughs> it's just not inflamed right now. <laughs> oh, I haven't told you I got genital herpes because it's not exactly inflamed at the moment. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's all the I way... I hate your music. Yeah, well, I fuck the housekeeper. <laughs> It's all over her neck now. Like, it looks like it just went down her whole arm and now her neck and, like, everyone. And then John comes wait, wait, in here. John been doing all that? <laughs> Dude, he's, like, he's just mad. He's just mad that his wife's, like, looking horrible and has this thing going on. And he's, like, okay, enough with this professor guy. Like, who are you? Get an actual doctor in here. What are y'all doing? And Dr. Fine's like, John, chill out, man. Hey, chill out. You know, the doctors, they're not going to be able to know what the fuck to do to her, okay? Look at her. It's like, Pug Train, her skin could kill her instantly. Why should I trust you? Because he's Kryptonian, dumbass. And Clark <laughs> walks over to his mom. Clark. Clark. <laughs> Clark. Answer one question. Name one Kryptonian has been good. <laughs> Just name one. And then I'll agree with you. I will go against John with you, Clark. Just name one. <laughs> Yeah, what about that one guy? <laughs> Clark Kent. Remember, Dad? He said one band, one sound. <laughs> <laughs> he was kind of chill. I don't he- know a thing about you, crap. <laughs> <laughs> and so now Martha Jesus, starts. Oh, this is fucked yeah, up. Yeah, this man. is kind of cool because it's so dark. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Like, this episode's not bad. It kind of goes. It goes in the deep end a little bit. Much more than fever. I'm seeing, like, horror movie scale caliber. Like, possession like, type possession stuff. Possession, yeah. seizing up type of thing. And now Milton Fine is like, yo, do you have a meteor rock? Do you have a green meteor rock here? And then Clark's like, yeah, it's in the closet. Go get it. Both Clark and Milton Fine back away. John puts the rock to Martha's head, like Fine says. And now she's stabilizing. And it's like, whoa. Clark's like, it's working. And it was like, there is no cure, Clark. Milton Fine tells him, don't get excited. She's still going to die. I'm sorry, Kalal. <laughs> Within a matter of hours, your Earth Mother will be dead. Clark's like, what? I picked the worst time to get high right now. John is freaking out. He's wanting to stay with his wife. As Clark then leaves, Milton Fine is wanting to talk Clark out of going to the Fortress of Solitude in order to talk to Jarrell to say, what the hell? John overhears and says, what the hell to both of you? Yeah, why are we going off telling secrets? He knows about Jarrell. What do you know about Jarrell? Why are we going to Jarrell? Are you telling me Jarrell did this, Clark? Milton Fine walks away and says, I'm not getting in the middle of this. What's going on, Clark? What you tell me? Yeah, now, when Jarrell brought me back to life, Dad, he knew there was going to be a consequence to bringing me back because I wouldn't die. So it'd be like, it'd have to die. So, oh, I'm getting this all mixed up. He says, someone close to me would be, di- uh, be dying in exchange for bringing me back. 
And John says, oh, that's great. How long have you known about this? For a while now. Uh, so now he's attacking your mother. Why wouldn't you tell me this sooner? Well, I didn't want you and mom to worry. Uh, <laughs> so, so you had us not, you didn't tell us anything. Now all of a sudden she is infected with something. You're bringing over a Kryptonian. Clark, I want you to do me a favor. Get out of my face <laughs> and go fucking find a cure. Yeah. Honestly, this don't worry, Dad. I won't let anything happen to her. I swear to God. You're still here? If she dies, I'm killing you. He's using that rock. Uh, whip, belt, ring, anything you could think of, John is going to use if Martha dies. Because here's the thing. And why, again, I want to go against John. Why didn't you tell them, Clark? No, that was a good reaction because, honestly, same. I'd be in the same boat. You better find a cure. I'd be like, dude, all right, honestly, I kind of hate you right now, low key, but high key, I need you to fucking just fuck the fuck off (laughs) and find a cure. Because if that woman dies in there, I'm going to kill the thing that I found in the cornfield. By the way, you know what would have been great is that he told Clark, yeah, so I want you to understand something, Clark. As your father, if your mother, my wife dies, I'm going to kill Lana. So I want you to know that if I lose my lover, you lose your lover. And I'll kill Chloe just to sprinkle some cinnamon on it. You know how you're going to be able to recover? Pete's going to move back too. (laughs) Oh, never mind. Yeah, leave Chloe alone. Bring Pete back. Kill Lana. That's kind of hardcore. Or kill Chloe still so he can just, no matter what, end up with Lois. So he doesn't, or, man, what if he says. Or he ends up with Pete. Pete gets what he always wanted. Wait, who ends up with Pete? Clark. Clark ends up with Pete. Yeah. Because, like, if we oh kill Lana and Chloe, and then it's... Lois, like, you have to kill Lois, too. Well, no. Well, like, maybe there's a chance he wouldn't fall for us, so then he has to fall for Pete. Because he's back. And he provided the comfort that Lois couldn't. Listen to me. I got a question for you. <laughs> Would you watch A Brokeback Mountain with Pete and Clark? No. Absolutely not. It'd have to be Clark and Lex. What if Pete is the one that spit in his hand? <laughs> no. So, we're at the fortress now. Clark has... He's, like, interrogating Jarrell. Hey! Whatever you did to my mom, you leave her alone. If I knew you'd be doing this, I would've just gave up my own life. Jarrell's like, don't know what you... I haven't caused your mom any harm at all. I don't know what you're talking about. Why would Jarrell lie? Yeah. He would have no reason to lie. He literally has never lied. He told you he is going to kill someone. You're then accused. Why this, you is think- a, this is a moment where it's like, yeah, my father's many things, but a liar's not one of them. And that's what I mean. But I told you whenever Jarrell made this deal with Clark, you can't take mom. Mom, you would never have Clark listen to you again. Yeah. Clark would never trust you whatsoever. So that's why I said Martha has to be off limits. Jarrell blatantly telling you, no, I knew anything. What? You're a liar. How? Why? Like, why do you why think Why would that? the program lie? I get you're emotional, but he has no reason to lie. He doesn't like humans. Yeah. He's like, like how much Rule power? Rule them all. <laughs> yeah. It's like, cool, whatever. And so, yeah, he's like, he think, yeah, again, he's thinking he's lying to him and shit. And like I said, if I would have known, 
I was gonna have to deal with this. I just gave up my own life. It was like, hey man, it was you, Clark, or sorry, Kal-El, that did you chose to give up your powers. You wanted to lose your virginity. This is what you get. Yeah, you wanted to lose your virginity <laughs> and turn your back on me. All right. Please let her live. I'm sorry, my son. I'm not I don't know you're what talking you're talking about. about. The wheel of fate has been set in motion, obviously. Even you cannot alter destiny. Oh. Oh. Clark now looks down, and he's looking at the crystal. All of a sudden, we have a little guest now that's going to be joining Clark as he still is panicking, not knowing what to do. But more on that later. As we get <laughs> to the next scene, we are at the Lex Mansion. Yeah, we're at Luther Mansion. We're looking at the laptop with someone. Lex is in his office, and it's looking at the ship, the camera in the ship in the warehouse, and there's some type of frequency problem going on. The camera keeps going out, fading to the snow. The problem I have with this whole thing is how many times has Milton Fine gone back and forth with the ship? He's killed a guy in there. Yeah, and like we, it's proven that we have cameras, so it's like, what the hell? Yeah, oh, no, the cameras keep glitching. Why did Ted die? So does he glitch them then Then when he's in there? Yeah, that would make sense. Okay. But yeah. Ted's dead. So obviously I'm going to have to figure out something else to do. Maybe have somebody watch it at all times. No, we don't do that. I have the money for it, so I don't know why we're not doing that. But guess who walks in and interrupts? Lionel. Oh my God. Dude, I this love is so great. this man so much. <laughs> he owns him this entire episode. He does. He's like, wow, want to be a, you know, you know, you need your top shelf professionals for the political advice, Lex, not me. Not you look me. a little busy. I'm just going to walk in right now. Yeah, <laughs> you look a little busy crazy, huh? Oh, but don't worry. I'm not here to give you advice or anything. Yeah, You have what, those people for you. Yep. Got the top shelf people. He's like, I don't care about what you do behind you, but uh, no, sorry. I'm here to talk to you about what you hide behind those uh, dark walls, closed doors, dark walls. You must be referring to our family secrets, Dad. I don't want to have to worry. You still worry. You know, you know, Lex, uh, pipe down. What <laughs> I'm actually talking about is what you have in Warehouse 15, dumbass. Oh, and he's like... If you want to fabricate stories just to try to sabotage my campaign, I'm going to let you. <laughs> Lex, you don't even sound convincing. You sound like you're lying because your voice cracked. Yeah, Lex, you suck as a politician. <laughs> All right. Look, you won't be the first to do this, Dad, to try to ruin and smear, have a smear campaign here, just fuck it up. I'm not worried about your campaign, idiot. I'm worried about the legacy you're going to be leaving. Yeah. Uh, because no matter what you try to do and investigate, there is always going to be in the back of your mind needing more that eventually causes you to go crazy. You don't believe me? There is a senator who people only remember for his toenails. Yeah. Because all he did was talk about aliens. Lex then looks, <laughs> I'm afraid that you're the eccentric one in the family, Dad, not me. Yeah, but I'm not the one running for office. So I'm allowed to be crazy. Believe me, Lex... The the candidates, what, are they going to be obsessed with little green men? The electorates will have less patience for obsessing about little green men. Mm. It's time to get your house in order, Lex. It's time to grow up. Yeah, stop doing these childish, childish shit. Dude, he was owned. He absolutely slaughtered him. 
I'm so lost with it because if I'm Lex, I'm crying again. Stop allowing him to I come in. I think he's been crying. <laughs> I think he's been crying this like whole week. Lex then sighs. We obviously cut to the next scene. We are at with Milton Fine. We're Milton Fine, and he's he's obviously just going about his day, leaving the leaving the campus. And we have Chloe, who's pretending to be on the payphone and wearing her little trench coat, not covering Inspector her face. Inspector Gadget. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now she's tailing Milton Fine. You can call me if you want me. If you need a friend, you got me. I'll be your everything. So you could do it automatic. Let's just call a go-go gadget. I'll be your everything. Wow. You like that? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah, dude. Uh, that was a good song. <laughs> Everyone's got to remember it. Matthew Broderick, go-go gadget. Great. Great movie. Kind of. Let's go to the chem I mean, farm. <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah, we're at the chem farm. And... <laughs> Man, I'm sorry. It's fucked up, but like that just looks so funny to me at first. Like she's just laying there with the green rock right on her chest. Like this can't be good for you. <laughs> like except the problem I have is I am now you 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 had me at the laugh. Oh my god, Martha, you look ridiculous. The moment Clark walks in the door, she puts the rock away so that she could be in pain. But While not, she's able to spend time with her son. Because he, she doesn't want him to be in pain. Like I said, if you hurt my fucking mom, <laughs> I'm going to hunt you down. Yeah. I love this. Mm-hmm. And he sits down and he sees that it's way worse. It's getting way worse. And he's just like... She covers it up because she doesn't want him to worry. He's freaking out now. He's trying to have that emotional talk with her. And he's like... And Martha's like, where's, where's my smile? Huh? And Clark's like obviously tearing up and he's like are you okay mom can i can i get you anything and martha it's getting real emotional in here and her skin looks like it's decaying like it's ooh. black spots everywhere it's really disgusting but martha does reveal that john did tell her about the deal that he made with Jarrell. because martha does say i want you to know i'm more than ready to give up my life for my child so it's not and then clark's like no like don't talk like that mom and he's breaking down dude he's getting really emotional here but martha does reveal you've given me so much happiness clark Mm -hmm. i don't know what i would have been without you yeah very sweet moment because this is martha just appreciating the man that he has grown up to be what i love is that clark is kind of trying to get her to stop this type of talk because with this type of talk usually means we're at the end. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. It's like we're on our, we're on the deathbed, dude. The death couch. That couch has experienced a lot. Martha, though, says, Clark, you don't even have to worry. You're going to be fine. Look at you. You're a man now. Eh, kind of. Yeah, I mean, he's still, he's with Lana. Wonderful man. Uh, mm. I'll just say a good guy. <laughs> Martha does say, though, her job is done. She doesn't have to worry. Clark then, no, no, it's not, Mom. You can't say that. You better not say this to me. You have to fight this right now. Still getting emotional. Martha then is essentially smiling at him. I love you, Clark. I am going to hunt down the motherfucker that did this. Yeah, this is bad. This is, like, really sad. And, I mean, it's like, even though I'm gone, Clark, it doesn't mean my love's going to go away, too. 
and it's like bro you know it's crazy uh that's what martha said about his mother uh his real mother on krypton she made that same comment in an earlier episode oh. that that is what his mother felt when she was giving you up. Mm-hmm. So Martha now saying that to him, I love the fucking connection I'm getting with this. It's beautiful. Yes. Clark, I, I will not let you go. And he is just saying, she just smiles once again, trying not to cry, says, honey. And then Clark, it's fine. We cut to the next scene. We are at the DP, the Daily Planet, where we are doing a little bit of after hours because Chloe is on the case after the Lionel tip. She is doing her research. Yeah. Guess Lo- who walks in? My girl, bro. Lois. Guess who's butt hurt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lois came in and is like, wow. It's like, hey, I heard about this whole thing going on. It's like, it was, uh, you know, about this whole crazy story. Hey, Chloe, do you have anything on Lex? I mean, anything. Even yeah. if it's him having sex with a hooker, just give it to me, please. I need something. Come on, I know you got something. It's like, come on, there's lots of sex lines and videotapes in Lex's vault, Lois, okay? Yeah, I know there is, but he sleeps with a key under his pillow to the safe, Lois. And she's like, why the certain urge to take down Lex? And she's like, I'm just tired of these people who just think they can win an election with a checkbook. And not to, f- not to mention the fact he called me a muffin peddler. And then told me to get a blueberry muffin. Yeah, and so Chloe's like, oh, so you just got butt hurt. Well, that's that's beside the point. Come on. You you have to you have to admit. It it there's something here, right? Yeah, and so now she's connecting the dots like, "Well, I do, you know, actually Clark's professor was actually were researching him a lot. So, maybe he said he's writing a book, so maybe he he knows stuff. I actually followed him to the Luther Corp warehouse and yeah, I was like, "Well, what did you see?" Nothing, thanks to the security. I couldn't get anywhere near it. Well, now you have your trusty sidekick along for the ride, and I know how to do spin kicks. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, with the, hi-ya, let's go! (laughs) So now they both leave, and they are off in order. um, Warehouse 15 is what I'm assuming. By the way, you know what's a sweet-ass ride? A Toyota Corolla? No, it's the Ford (laughs) Fusion, bro. Okay? Sorry. We pull up to the next scene. And this is where we get the biggest product placement I've ever seen in a show or movie. With a Toyota Corolla, I agree. No, dude. It's the Ford Fusion, okay? And I'm going to look up the fun fact that it, that it had on it. Well, you already know it, too. Yeah. They had a contest going here. Like, they were really promoting this Ford Fusion. Who won? You know who won? I don't know. I'm, let, me, uh, let me see here. <laughs> I was going to say they have a winner there. There was no winner announced. It was all a big scam. Nobody really gives away a Ford Fusion. They're too expensive. Is that what it is? Too nice. Damn. By the way, check out this interior, dude. Whoa. Sick car. Yeah, we're pulling up to the warehouse area, the LexCorp or LuthaCorp warehouse. And Lois pulls over the car, and the guy, the security guard, likes the car a lot. And it's like, okay, let's, it's like, wow, it looks really cool. Hey, do you want to, you want to get inside of it, huh? Hot shot? You, what? Wait, wait, really? You would allow uh, me to sit no inside way. of a Ford Fusion? But reason why she's doing this is to distract him so Chloe can sneak inside, which she has at this point. 
once the guy, like, how do you not see that girl just running? Yo, is this a sick CD changer? Yo, I can put all my tunes inside of here? Yeah, it's great. Okay, sweet. Does this does this seat go back? Oh, is that electronic? It's, it's yeah. So the the thing was, it was a 2006 Ford Fusion. During the original airing, one could win a Fusion by entering a Ford sponsored contest and identifying the song playing during the scene with Lois and the security guard. Really? So if you guess the song. Called in first, I guess, and guess the song. Then you got the Ford Fusion. Uh, who's the winner? I don't know. Yeah, uh, show me who the winner was. Because now I don't believe so. I don't think there was a winner. Who cares? I care. Who gives away a Toyota Corolla like this? How many times do I have to say it? Like no mention of Toyota or anything. Like what? Just stop, dude. It's Ford Corolla. No, Ford Fusion. You don't like Corollas? I don't even think they make Fusions anymore. No, I don't think they do either. But you know what? Then again, or maybe Ford. that's one of the cars they still make. Ford has its own problems right now. Strike. Am I right? Real world stuff. Let's move on. <laughs> Chloe now is inside of the warehouse because we have a decade retired at the torch underneath our belt. So that means we can get into any warehouse that's trying to keep us out. As Chloe now is going through this place, it honestly just seems kind of weird, creepy. We even seen a green glowing light in the background. We then are back to noticing how great this stereo is. Whoa. The speakers, do they turn up? And so, yeah, Lois is basically trying to bang the security guard. I don't know. Chloe's sneaking in, and she's sneaking in through, like, some random wall or hallway, and she manages to see through the vent. But then she sees that there's the black goo under the ship, and through the fan as it keeps going, she's seen the black goo, it forms, and then it becomes... Milton Fine, hey, and she literally witnesses this. There's security guards like around this whole thing, walking around. Yeah. So no, nobody remember he's making the cameras go out. Yeah, I know. But does he make this guy go out? That all of a sudden? Well, he's finds- not even looking through that vent, dude. What is he doing then, dude? He's just patrolling the per- perimeter. So we patrol the perimeter, and we have not one time seen Fine. They're like, hey, new guy, need you to need you to come check this out. Looks like someone uh shit in the corner. And, uh, yeah, we're not going to do it. You're going to do it. Rookie. <laughs> yeah, a new guy. Um, They also pissed, too. All of a sudden, Lois then realizes she's taking too much time. You got to get out of my Corolla. She then gets in her Corolla, and she drives because she sees the security guard pulling Chloe out. And she says, look at this drifting. Get in, Chloe. It's Chloe po- gets in the car, and they speed away. You want to know my... Because she got a Toyota Corolla. It's a Ford Fusion. <laughs> I don't know how many times I got to say it, man. Just like, get it right. All What's right. the point of the product placement if you don't even know what the car is? Yeah, because this is 2006. But, <laughs> good year. That wouldn't drift like that. That wouldn't happen. It barely even drift, Taylor. It shouldn't even turn it that much. By the way, I'm going to have your license plate. <laughs> yeah, Maybe. What do you mean? So, that's my other question to you with this. How many cameras does Lex not have? <laughs> he only can afford some. One. That apparently <laughs> gets fuzzy. We should really get this fixed. 
Yeah, but don't put any more cameras in. No more. No more. We have enough stuff. And we go to the classroom at Central A&M, Kansas. Clark is then panicking, too, as Milton Fine is sitting. He's freaking out. He's just sitting at a table, I guess, in his classroom. I don't know why he's not sitting at his desk. But Clark is there. Listen, I'll do anything. You just got to help me. There's one option, but I wouldn't recommend it. What is it? Well, no matter how malevolent he is, Jarrell still represents your only connection with your past. Just tell me where it is, idiot. <laughs> the only way to save your mother is to destroy the fortress. Okay. <laughs> I immediately put in the notes. Nope. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> this is why Clark's high, dude. No, I still... I still... I know he's... I, but it's emotional. Emotionally high. Emotionally but high. this... Emotionally That's what high. I mean by... With fine in this. This is too much. Too fast. <laughs> like, you're expecting Clark to trust you. He just came out as Kryptonian but last he week. He built that thing only seven episodes ago. True. It's only and been a couple months. Have you seen it? It's huge. Yeah, how do I destroy that? Uh, also, I don't know that if that would get rid of Jarrell. I don't know. I'm not sure if that would, considering there's still a spaceship key. There's probably other Kryptonian artifacts everywhere, because he leaves his diary that's just laying around for people to watch his little sex brigades. Whoa. That's true. That's what I mean. There's a lot of items here. You gotta destroy the fortress. What? <laughs> Clark's like, what? <laughs> Wait, what? That's. It's like if you break down his port- fortress, you will save your mother from his grip. Uh, he's using the crystals in order to infect her. All all he's ever done is try to ruin my life. That doesn't sound like something though that would happen. There's no correlation here, Clark. All right, <laughs> the fortress. Sickness? It's been there. You're telling me the, the the illness, like, the fortress has been there and it hasn't been doing anything. And now you're saying that it's the bad thing. But now Clark says, you know what? I'm going to fucking do it. I'm going to do it because all he's ever done is try to ruin my life. Now I'm going to ruin his. Milton Fine is trying not to, like, get too giddy right now. He has to take a breath Yeah, he to looks like he's excited, like, okay, he bought that. Sweet. Yeah, I didn't think he would, but he is that dumb. As now we go to the next scene, we have a sweet moment with John and Martha. Not going to lie, I don't need this scene because how many of these do I have per season? <laughs> how many? Martha, it's you, baby. You can do it. You can't give up. But somebody, I'll be right back. Someone's at the fucking door. <laughs> it's the pizza guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! It's coming. Because you know you dropped the groceries. <laughs> yeah, we had to order in, <laughs> spend money. Remember, I you just spent a hundred for groceries. We're not even eating. I don't even have an AC unit. Shout out, George. Yeah, what if uh, what if he was like, it's it's you, sweetheart. You're the one to blame for my hungry stomach right now. <laughs> Where's my milk? You know I need the soy milk, right? I need it for my heart. By the way, Martha, I'm going to have a heart attack because of you. <laughs> I'm going to have a heart attack. I'm going to die before you even die. <laughs> also, I guess I'll see you soon, right? <laughs> see you later, babe. It's but like, yes. so Chloe comes in, starts telling John, like, hey, Hey, Milton Fine's not the exactly the normal PhD. He's like, oh yeah, we kind of know. It's like, so he's been helping us with Martha. He's like, um, I don't know how helpful he's gonna be, honestly, because things are a little sketch. 
so Chloe immediately leaves to try to go find Clark. And so now we cut to Clark and Milton Fine, who are at the caves. Wow, shout out caves. Just got back to the caves. Crazy. Yeah, shout out caves. Uh, but yeah, with the caves, what's funny is we said it last episode too. You know what I miss? The caves. R.I.P. But now, now we saw one glimpse of it. Glimpse. It's just the room we went in last time where the tablet is. And Also, doesn't it sound kind of weird though? Where's Clark, Mr. Kent? He's playing with Fine in the caves. Yeah, he said he was going to go to the caves to play with Mr. Fine. Uh, red flags all around. John, to your earlier point, does now kind of seem a little nonchalant about everything that's going on. Yeah, too chill. Yeah, I think it's because he's like, Clark's going to fix this. He fucking better. Maybe he's really confident about it. It's like, oh yeah, my boy's going to do good, but I fucking hate him right now. Yeah, no, no, no. He's going to do good because he knows what will happen if he doesn't. <laughs> So, yeah, they immediately, he puts the key in the tablet. Look, it's a warp key now. It's literally a fucking warp key. So they put the key in the tablet and immediately really show up lazy to the fortress. Of them. They could both run there, right? Yeah, it might take a while. Uh, like what, 10 seconds? Uh, a couple minutes. I don't know. It's uh, going all the way to caves or just running there? <laughs> well, running to the caves is shorter, so. Because you also know, like, Fine's like, oh, what's that? Like this. <laughs> oh, wait, why are we passing that? I'm hungry. <laughs> is that Sagith? Yeah, so they show up to the fortress, and now Brainiac gives him the tar crystal that actually he was holding in the warehouse that Chloe saw, and he was like, here, you need to put this in there. Hey, take it's this, a black crystal. Take Come, this black crystal. Where'd you get this? Don't ask questions. Put it in. Yeah, it's going to help your mother. You can't know anything. Just put it in. But it's black. It's the complete opposite of this crystal. <laughs> the crystal's kind of pure. This one. He was like, yeah, so this one, this one belonged to Zod. He was a man of peace. Did I mention that it's black? And it's our last resort. There was never a chance. Because remember, he was captured. Well, you know what? There is now. Let me take this black crystal. You, you will never hurt my family again. Clark and shoves in the damn black crystal. And Milton Fine immediately smiles soon as he puts it in. And it starts glowing. It's literally destroying the fortress or it's all red in there and everything and now brainiac's holding a meteor rock the same one from the house couldn't have done this without you dumbass yeah good job i knew you'd be the only one to be able to do this so ah uh, the meteor rock what the hell you're not even kryptonian he was like i was created by a kryptonian but i'm a whole lot smarter all right so now when it comes to brainiac's first appearance that'd be action comics number 252 uh, the cover is actually fantastic because it's Superman on it along with Brainiac who is just standing on a crater. See, and I always thought, and I didn't look too much in the origin because I'm just going to tell you what my thought of Brainiac was, was that he was a collector. Maybe he was created by a Kryptonian, but his whole thing was kind of collecting worlds where I even believe, like, didn't he shrink down Kandor as well? And then keep mm -hmm. that as a trophy where then Clark has to go and save Kandor, essentially, which is, I believe, Supergirl's home? Uh, yes, I, it is. Okay, okay. Because even, I think, uh, that's where Zod's from, too. Yeah, okay, okay. So I, I'm on the right track here a little bit. Usually I'm, Kandor. Usually I'm off. But that's how I've always envisioned Brainiac. So I want to get to the other point that I wanted to make earlier with this season. He's weird. What? what do you mean? That is Brainiac? Yeah. I don't... What, what, what did you say his first appearance was again? Uh, Action Comics 252. 
Action comics. Yeah, uh, you will. It should be the first thing that comes up because the whole uh, theory is that obviously with guns, or is it 242? Uh, first appearance. Oh, it should be 242 then. Ha <laughs> I said two. I always do this. Why do I always do it? Damn, have you been wrong this whole time with these like first appearances? <laughs> I'm like always like a few numbers off. But I don't look it up, so you got to give me that. I'm just always in the general facility here. But still, what 252 was was still a gigantic issue, by the way. Pretty sure that was first Supergirl. So that I'm, was, yeah. Yeah, so 242 for Sprainiac, 252. Supergirl. Mm, yep, and he's green here. Got the purple. Toji's on the crater. Thing. See, I know the comic cover. Very cool. But this is who Gun. Everyone believes Gun is going to be using for the villain because he can't use Luther. Yeah, we've had enough Luther. Exactly. So we can have him later. The only next step is for us to be able to get a Brainiac because he can go toe to toe with Superman, and it doesn't have to be another Zod. True. Yeah. So. Bring yeah, so you're saying it's weird. He's weird. Is I, it you're saying it's a weird way to interpret Brainiac? No, I don't even mind the interpretation. It's just if he is Brainiac, that's what I mean by this plan seems kind of lazy overall. Yeah. And not only that, his whole thing is he wants Zod. So I'm assuming that Zod was his creator in this? I, that's what I assume, too, because... He said he was created by a Kryptonian. I mean, he's even trying to... Well, we get here. He's trying to bring him back right now. Yeah. He's trying to bring back Zod. And that was the whole point. And he of said I was made by a Kryptonian. And so, I would say, yeah. And he worships Zod as if he's, like, his creator. I would say that, yeah, because he said Zod was a man of peace. Yeah. Yeah. So, we're selling this whole thing, which is why I don't mind the interpretation. It's just, if he is Brainiac... He should be smarter than this plan that feels a little bit rushed. Yeah. And I have this ending to a character that I'm not going to lie to you. I wanted the whole season of him. I feel you. This, it, it wasn't a slow burn. It was a, here you go. Yeah, maybe he was just tired of it, dude. Just tired of idiot Clark in his class and just wanted to get it out there. <laughs> this guy's a moron. He'll believe anything. But... I don't mind it. I just... I wanted more of him. Yeah. That's all I was saying. But yeah, 242. Yeah, Action Comics 242. First appearance of Brainiac. Look it up. It's a very nice cover. Um, yeah, we have... Yeah, so he's... Obviously, Clark is catching on like Zod. He's like, so all those lies he told me, that was that's Zod. The, and he's like, yeah, the one true Kryptonian. Finally, he will rid this fibril planet of the scourge of humans and create krypton here on earth oh it'll be paradise and then everything he- you said to me was a lie <laughs> you're talking about Jarrell. you're really talking about son yeah because yeah, is the warlord dude it's like Jarrell didn't infect my mother you did and it's like to think that you would sacrifice your kryptonian heritage for a single homo sapien gross you're, You're a pitiful disgrace. Damn. Brainiac really did it to him, dude. Goodbye, Kalal. Now, we get a very cool scene. This is actually pretty cool. So, uh, they Milton consi- Fine. They consider this his first appearance in the show, by the way. Yeah, they do. Because they're just like, welcome yeah. to our new home, Zod. And the portal opens up, and it looks like it's the Phantom, Phantom Zone type of portal coming out. So, who opened it? I believe he did. How? With the crystal? 
So in order for the Phantom Zone to be open, the fortress has to be destroyed? Well, maybe that, that crystal is the key to open the Phantom Zone and bring him back. And it's his crystal. He said it was his crystal. Zod's crystal. So my question then is, and maybe, why, why couldn't Fine do this? Why couldn't Fine well, go into the, the fortress? Well, I think the fortress is only accessible to Clark. Even if he were to have the key? I he, guess you would only be transported in the snow. He would be transported, but like the fortress itself, imagine it's like deactivated for no one else but Clark. See, but this or is it's what, deactivated for everyone else but Clark. This is what I mean then by fine. Uh, completely overplayed his cards and sped this up. You you get to be friendly with him, so then he invites you to his clubhouse, and then you get to hang out in the clubhouse by yourself, or then you do it yourself. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah, it's weird because like. You, you would want to buddy trust. buddy up yeah. first and then hang out there. Now you're just like, yeah, we got to destroy your hey, fortress. Hey, I saved Lana. I saved her. Remember? And I saved you. Yeah. yeah. One time. One time. You owe me one. That's not just, good enough in Smallville. But anyways, yeah, so Chloe's actually, we're at the caves again. Chloe goes to the tablet because, yeah, the door's just wide open. The, ta- the slab is still there. She sees the key is still in there. What the hell? Goes back in. Puts it back in, and now we see that she is transported. She is now in the snow. She's transported, and then she runs up to the fortress like it's nothing. Immediately goes in the fortress. She doesn't even look cold anymore. Yeah, and now goes to uh, grab the rock off of Clark, throws it away. Uh, Milton Fine is distracted, and Clark's looking at Brainiac just going nuts. And look, we get a first little blurry glimpse glimpse. of Zod's face in the little Phantom Zone crystal thing. And then Clark gets up, immediately takes the crystal out. Fine then speed rushes to him, but then Clark just dodges and throws his ass to the wind, bro. And Fine is immediately turning around while he's being thrown like, okay, that was harder and faster than I thought it would be. Yeah, he's like, holy shit, this kid's strong. Then he comes back, does his heat vision, yes, whatever. they call it heat vision. Yeah. I still think it looks more like a beam, though. And then he hits Clark. They're basically having a super fight right now. Fine grabs a crystal, tries to stab Clark with it. Notice how the ground shakes when Clark stopped him from penetrating him with the crystal, bro. What would be cooler is if he just got the piece of kryptonite instead of wasting his time with this black crystal. Well, he didn't know where the kryptonite was thrown. Doesn't he have powers? What do you mean? Can he just run around or can he just do x-ray? I mean, I guess, but he's more concerned about this Clark. This brainiac isn't smart. <laughs> That's all I mean. We I mean, but need he need to be smarter. I He's smart with history, but Clark's going to manage to like run with him too. Like he's not, he's going to think he's running away, so he's going to try to capture him. If I'm fine, I'm betting my money that I'm stronger than this guy. Did you not just I felt he just threw me across this place. <laughs> And now I'm going to try to stab him while he's stopping me? I don't know, man. Let me tell you about a stab, though. What do you got? It's about this right here. Clark throws fine to the crystal display, immediately penetrates his body, and now he's stabbed. He's all he just, pen, he's just impaled by, like, four crystals in his body, drops the black crystal, and then looks like Milton Fine is now dying. And Milton Fine then turns his head towards Clark as the crystals have penetrated his body and he starts bleeding black. And then from his eyes, from his mouth. He starts smiling at Clark. 
and now he has vanished. Clark is like, oh, that was bright. The crystals <laughs> then go down, and all of a sudden, we're at Warehouse 15 again. The ship is now gone, and now we're at the Ken house, and Martha is awake. John's like, oh, my God. I knew you'd wake it's up. It's gone. I knew you'd wake up. I knew it. I knew it. I By the way, you got to cook dinner. I'm hungry. <laughs> Pizza guy never came. But yeah, Clark is looking at Chloe. Chloe looks worried. No, no. Chloe looks at Clark like, you're welcome. He's like, damn, I really was a sidekick today. Yeah. Clark was Robin. Chloe was Batman. Yeah. That's true. So, it just... I needed more. I can't believe I'm done. And I... I loved Fine. I wanted the battle of minds between Fine and Lionel. So what do you think this season is going to be about then? Zod. Hmm. That's my only thought. All Obviously, we have now hinted Zod since episode one. We have Zod in episode one. We have Lex finding the Z under. We now have Brainiac obsessing over him as if he is the creator, wanting to bring him back. We get the blurry face. I have to believe that Zod has to be coming this season. Because my other question then is, if he's not, where is this season going? We just killed my main protagonist. Yeah. Where is it going, Taylor? Why are you looking at me like that? Can't wait for you to watch. You're looking at me weird. Can't wait for you to watch. Let's go to the Kent house. I love rainstorms. Rainstorms. Martha's just looking into the field, just under the shack or the farm, barn with Shelby. And it's like, yeah, it's amazing how wonderful rainstorm smells when you thought you'd never smell one again. And Clark's just talking to his mom. It's like, I can't imagine what it would be like if you were gone, Mom. Seriously. The hardest thing in life is losing the people you love, Clark. And now I love Martha's response. You're going to have to learn to move on, though. Mm -hmm. Again, people don't live forever. You're going to have to accept that. But you and Dad have given me so much. I can't measure that. I can't measure up to it. And Mom, you're my heart. Well, I... I don't plan on going anywhere for a long, long time. Good. I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. Good. Now get in the kitchen because I'm hungry. <laughs> okay. Like I said, we, we hungry. hungry. <laughs> yeah, so he, they, they embrace each other. They hug. And now we go into the Ken house and Chloe is now sitting on by the couch with the blanket. He's like, you know what? Remind me to take a rank or a coat when I next time I go up there. Also, you left your key in the cave, you dumbass. Seriously, take care of your stuff. Like I can just get in there. That means anybody could have. Yeah. Hey, you know what's crazy about this scene? And I know I'm gonna revert back to season one, season two, Taylor here. Here we go. Because I've let I've let shit go. I, I've let it go, dude. I have been good I have been only wanting to choose specific times. And I'm going to choose this time. They are fucking adorable. Okay. Like, this is absolutely insane. She is absolutely perfect. I don't know what else he wants. Lana sucks. This is crazy that I'm even having to compare the two ladies in his (laughs) life. One of them, we have real conversations. The other... We lie and just say, the weather's nice. They don't know any... Chloe and Clark are so great. (laughs) I love this scene. I thought this was 
magnificent, a little more than friendship. Why don't I have a kiss? I loved it. I just wanted more. It I is kind of cute, bro. Dude, it's just come on. But it's not a thing. Chill. Come on. Look at them. They're so they're so just really big friends, dude. Like, yeah, whatever. Whatever whatever he said, fine. He said, whatever, humans suck, they're insignificant. Yeah, well, he didn't know shit, okay? Well, Clark is just wanting to explain about how he was wrong about humans, and Chloe proves that. Yeah. And Chloe says, I don't think we ever have to listen to R2-D2 again here, Clark. And Clark's like, haha, yeah, I don't know Star Wars. And now she is saying, I mean... Come on. I saw him materialize. He spilled out of the spaceship like some goo. Clark says he was some artificial intelligence. But he, he kept saying that he wanted to help free a rebel Kryptonian named Zod. I don't, I don't really understand it, though. So it's no big deal. It's like, hey, how did you end up finding Fine's trail? Like, how were you on that? Well, you're not going to like this very much, but Lionel told me. And he's like, how did he know? Like, I have no clue. But he doesn't, he does know, it's like, I mean, he doesn't know about you, it doesn't seem like, so I don't know. Like, But, I mean, but that means eventually he will. Yeah, he's close, got close to fine, so he's going to get close to you. I checked out that where, warehouse you talked about, Chloe. It's comp- There's nothing there, it's gone. Master of the Shell game probably moved it. Or, or, or what? Or have a bigger problem than I thought. What's the problem? What does that mean? What's that mean? Clark, are you high? Wait. What do you mean? Other than the what? What do you mean by that, Clark? I said the ship disappeared, and you said it I... means we have a bigger problem than we thought. What's that mean? What's that mean, Clark? That maybe it's going back somewhere, and then it's gonna come back. I thought that if it, it would... disappeared, and it'll come back at some point. I thought that would just mean that it was a part of fine, or just means that someone's like really like above this whole shit and like orchestrating the whole thing. So then, let me now connect this. Are they trying to say Brainiac was the ship? I mean, I guess. I don't know. So, okay, now this is getting kind of cool. Did they interpret Brainiac as being Zod's ship? Hmm. Like it's... It's AI? And that's why he was like the goo thing because so it's like basically the brainy or the Milton Fawn we had was like an extension of, of the ship for Zod. I like that, and that's why he was so obsessed with Zod. I wonder. I like that would kind of make the most sense now because I still like wonder why would they disappear together unless they were the same, unless they were it. one. So that would be kind of cool if that was the case. It's like, like Zod's dis- horse. Why disappear like that, though? Is it because those crystals can actually kill it? I was thinking it's because the Brainiac is like his heart. Oh. So once you kill the heart of the ship, you kill the ship. Gotcha. That was kind of what I was looking at it as. But uh, again, let's go back to what did Clark mean? Maybe he meant nothing. <laughs> once one ship disappears... Two ships reappear. Yeah, I read that somewhere. Have you ever seen Hercules? <laughs> Hydra? He cut the head off, and it kept growing back. Phil told him, will you forget the head slice? And you know what? He then hit a mountain, and the mountain fell on top of him. Yeah. But he was hiding in the hand of the Hydra, and he escaped. And Hades was pissed. 
Okay, we done there. <laughs> we done with the Disney movie. I love her. I know you do. I know. I know, dude. But yeah, so we pretty much end there with. This. I will find my oh, way. Okay. I will go the distance. I'll be there someday. If I can be strong, why do you I know do every mile will be worth my while. I could go almost anywhere to feel like I belong. Are you done? Let's go to the next scene. Jesus Christ. Lex Mansion. We're at the Luther Mansion. Lionel walks in. Lex looks very upset. Oh, I wonder what it's about. Probably because he lost the ship. <laughs> Lionel's like... Hey, honey boo boo, you okay? Hey, Lex, you wanted to talk, huh? <laughs> well, looks like I thought, you know, I thought you'd lost your kleptomaniac stage, Dad. It's like, uh, old habits die hard. If you're accusing me with something I here, I assure son. you, I have no interest in your little stupid shit at the warehouse. Oh, yeah, well, you sure seem interested in what was there. What'd, What'd you do? Pay off my scientists, huh? You're, you're telling t- me you misplaced your prized possession? Oh, Lex, 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 how many times have I told you? If you don't keep a watchful eye on the things you value, one day they will disappear. (laughs) Remember when you lost your action figure when you were five? And I told you you left it in the bathtub, but you never went and found it. I had the maid throw it out. That's why you never found it, Lex. Always keep an eye on your things. Damn. But I didn't do this with the ship. Yeah, you know what? You know what's crazy? Yeah, what if it goes back to your thing? If he has just the Kryptonian knowledge, then he knows he orchestrated it to like for Brainiac to be exposed and possibly die because he knew that the ship would then disappear. And what was he doing last episode? What do you mean? What? So let's go back to the very beginning. What was uh, Lionel doing last episode? Oh yeah, he's shitting on Lex with the others. Because what did he say? What would happen? If he tasted power, then he would want to keep going yeah. and eventually take over the world. Like Sagith. So he knows the legend. Where that means that Lionel is wanting to prevent Lax, the evildoer, from getting to a certain, I guess you could say, tier in power in this world. Yeah. Lionel is not only shitting on Lax, but also holding him back from accomplishing the goals that would then hurt the earth. Lionel's the true hero, the true MVP of this show. I am obsessed. We know. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, I don't know what happened to you in the media shop, but I think you know more than what you're saying, Pop! Yeah, honestly, he just totally accuses him. It's like, I know you know more than what you're saying. He's like, Lex, Lex, be careful, my sweet honey boo-boo. You don't want to be fragile and shattered again. Whoa, he mentioned shatter. That's crazy. Your delusions. And now Lex grabs his face and he's about to kiss him. No, and he Lionel's- looks, he's looking at him like, God, I'm so tired of you talking, you piece of shit. I hate you so much. Except Lionel is like looking at him like, what? Um, You love me? Yeah. Then he goes and just plays a couple keys on the piano, and it's like... Wouldn't it be hilarious if he did, like, the the loud tones? <laughs> I'm just wondering why he shows that. Like, why why, did, why show that little part? Is that just showing that, like... He's better uh, pianist than Lex? No, it's just, like, if he's... Like, what is he thinking about in that moment? What does that mean for Lionel? Like, is he mean, like, oh, yeah, I know everything, but I'm just... I'm chill, whatever. Nothing's gonna happen. 
I think he's it's, not phased by it at all. Like, but that's what I mean is that he's kind of like a protector right now. Yeah, and he's kind of controlling the pieces and where he wants them to go. Lex, I I think the piano thing is more of like he'll never learn. He's still a boy. Mm-hmm. He still hasn't grown up. He's still obsessing about the things that are small versus what's important. That's kind of where I'm looking at Lionel of that time. Because, again, it is so nonchalant. <laughs> Lex could have punched him in the face and Lionel would have been like, are you done? That's true. Lionel is the king. Let's go to the DP. DP, baby. We're back with Lois and Chloe's. like, I told you, Lois, Lex keeps his dirty laundry in a cast iron hamper. You're not going to find anything. Look, I might have done this at first because of pride, but as I started thinking about it, I started to worry what would Lex Luthor do with the power of public office? You know, before, you know, well, he's going to try to rule over the world and shit. He's like, well, why don't you do something? He's like, well, I plan to, but the one thing I plan on not doing is poking around inside his warehouses. And so... I can't go hold Charlie's Angels again. It was a complete waste of time. And I did get to show my Toyota Corolla, though. Put a scratch on my brand new car? God, that's all I got out of it. He's like, I don't get why you get the... He's like, well, no, these are all the experiences and thrills of journalism. Looks like you're finally experiencing that. I don't know how you do it. Chasing a story after story that only leads to dead ends. How does anybody do it? I'd never be able to let go. And then Chloe smiles and it's like... That's usually how it starts, Lois. That's how the best ones start. Yeah, that's how you properly use that term. Yeah, or statement. that's where it fits. And then Lois smiles and is like, hmm. Looks at the Daily Planet logo and is like, you know what? Maybe she's right. <laughs> I could be a star. I could be a superstar. <laughs> Superfly. <laughs> Superfly. <laughs> you know I'm Superfly. You yeah. Know and now John goes and be buddy buddy with the son at the So camp- like what if we weren't now with your plan? <laughs> well then you weren't as cool as I thought and we'd what have if to like- smash you over and over. Whoa, dude, it was just a question. Uh, just it's a hot take. Hot take. No, no, we didn't mean it. Like we're a part of it. I like your vibe. <laughs> hey, what's up, bros? It's like, but yeah, it's like um Clark is upset. I don't know how I could have been so gullible. And John is even like, honestly, I would have done the same thing, son. You were trying to save your mother. And I, I get that. You're lucky she's safe now, though. And he's like, I know the, thing, the best thing is just to move on with our lives, don't you think? Um, no, Dad. I'm not so sure. Jarrell's warning is still out there. That wasn't him. So he's like, Clark, come on. Look. Your mother's virus was caused by fun, not by Jarrell. Yeah, but Dad, you're not getting it. That's the point. Jarrell hasn't done anything, though, yet. Yet. Dad, we both know that Jarrell does not let things go. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Clark, when, you know, when it comes down to it, though, your mother and I are going to die. Like, we're not going to be around forever. You can't dwell on it. I think the trick is to just live your life to the fullest. Like, every day's your last, pretty much. Like your Uncle Jack. Spend as much time as you possibly can with, with Uncle Jack. strippers. The people you love. Like Uncle Jack did with the strippers. He's you're like, right, you're, Dad. You're right, Dad. I'll be more like, you? <laughs> yeah, that's my boy. That's my boy. And then we end there. But did you notice? There's, like, dark music that plays at the end right there. Yeah. Because you're dealing with death. And you're dealing with John. But it was except- such a nice little moment. And then it goes like, well, kinda, kinda. Okay. It's still John, though, telling Clark, 
your mother I and I, I want like the way it ends though, because even what they. Yeah. No, watch, watch, watch. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? It means one of them is going to die. <laughs> it means John or Martha is going to die. I don't see what you're so shocked about. <laughs> I don't see what you're shocked about. Like I said, John's dead. Be shocked, dude. Jarrell's gonna kill John's John. Dead. Yeah, Jarrell's gonna kill John. <laughs> what if it's not John? Ah, uh, no, no, no. It's gotta be John. There's so much jealousy going on between Jarrell and John. So much hate right now. Now it's even worse because Jarrell is gonna try to kill John, and John has already accepted it. And he's like, I don't care. And now it's gonna piss Jarrell off even more. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, he didn't care. Why do you care? I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. Uh, cool. Sounds good. We all die someday, man. By the way, I love my son. Do you have a son? <laughs> yeah, I have your son. <laughs> kind of a beta move, don't you think? Just to let you know, he calls me daddy. You're just, he calls you by your name. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Disrespectful, honestly. You're not even a family friend. You're treated like the stepdad. <laughs> Crazy how that works. <laughs> yeah, he respects Lionel more than you. True. It's very true. They could have been best friends. They Hard were thought about it. They were best friends. But yeah, so I really like John's reaction to that. I know I should be against him, but this episode, I like the accepting of the death. I don't like not being concerned about Martha really, but I like yeah. the confidence of my son's gonna fix this. So I it's a little back and forth with me, but overall with this last scene, Clark needs to accept this stuff. And I don't know how many times we gotta tell you, dude. You are going to live forever. Everyone is going to die. Cemetery scenes. I've talked to you about this. Friends, talk to you about this. Yeah, that man's going to live. Clark's going to live forever, bro. Yeah. At least a very long time. We saw Infinity with you. Remember when you touched him? What's the boy? Jordan? Jordan. Jordan Cross. Never forget. Track team. Yeah, touch everyone. Ah. No, no, Lana just wanted to touch him. Once True. again, sending breadcrumbs. But yeah, man, we we end there on solitude. It was really we feel solidified, right? Feel solituded. And the overall is okay. Again, it's a solid I, episode. I don't know where the season's going now. You killed my villain. Uh, you don't know, and you won't know. <laughs> I don't know. I have no clue. You may have ruined the villain, but you'll still get a surprise. I don't know if I would get a surprise. You don't know that. Plus, are you trying to give me a Christmas present for next time? Because mm, mm -hmm. next week, oh, we have a Christmas episode. It's going to be wild. It's 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 a weird, weird one. Like, it's like really heartfelt, but like really sad, but also like really weird. I'm not going to get into it because I had a back-to-back -back evening and watching episodes, so I have seen next week's already with Lexmas. Um I have to save it. I have yeah, I know. to I know. I have so many things to be able to talk about with that. I do want to say though some people don't understand why they're in some situations and still don't get the point even when the whole episode is screaming at them. So I don't think Clark's the only one that gets high. That's all I'm trying to say. Maybe. There's a lot of weird stuff.
I like weird. You know what? It, it's really I, Christmas time. It brings the weird out of all of us. Brings the joyous spirit out of all of us. What? What? Anyways, we were the two nerdy idiots back again for Somebody Save Me podcast. Thank you for the support, all the likes, all the reviews, you know, the five stars that you're always giving us after you listen. We've said it many times. We'll say it again. Apollo was here. I'm sure you heard him in the back. He was causing a ruckus. We had a lot of police sirens and helicopters going on because that's how much of a ruckus he was starting. Yeah, also, it's because... We were breaking into our own warehouse, stealing things that we shouldn't have, and they were after us. But you know what? We're like Chloe Sullivan, decade retired at the Torch, first year at the Daily Planet. We know how to sneak by everything. Yeah. We're solitude. Yeah, just remember, we'll be back next week. But seriously, five stars. I'm just tired of saying it. Five stars. Now. Next week. No, no. Lexmas automatically gets Return back to us, okay? Tell your friends. Tell your family. Yeah, stop skipping the episodes. No, y'all, you know, pick what you want. No! A la carte. I have to watch all of this. So do you. That's true. That's the rules. I've seen in the past, Taylor. Who cares? I kind of remember. If I have to watch this episode, (laughs) you have to watch it. It's true. It's part of the agreement. Yeah. you sign up for this show. The moment you start listening, you agree. Yeah, we're bringing our A game for Christmas episode, so catch us next week. We are out of here.